And welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beanstalk. And you just got done listening to our new guitar solo intro. Wow. Provided by wow. Chance. Way to go, Chance. Way to bring the energy in the gym, bud. Way to bring it. Yeah. It fits right in. Fits what a guy. Right so enjoy guy. that little mm-hmm. spiel thingy. Chance, a aerial crisp high five from me to you. So thanks for bringing the noise, bud. Way to go. Proud hey, of you. Know. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Well, here we are, Riles. You know, it's uh, it's the freaking middle of December. We're in that dead zone between no man's land and Christmas. I mean, it's true. but it's coming. Christmas How great is, is that? Yeah, it's coming in hot. Do you have like a Christmas in your mind that was the Christmas for you? Like the all-time top favorite, best ever Christmas? Not really, no. No? No, they kind of all blend in together. All terrible? No, it's <laughs> just... It's not that they're all bad. It's just not. It's just like they're all like, oh, it's like the same routine. So they all kind of mesh. Sure, sure. Until like had some strong tradition. Right until like last year, where now I'm at my grandparents Mm -hmm. on Christmas morn instead of at my family home because the jerks moved. So selfish sons of guns. That's the only difference. If I go wake up in my family home, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be my family that's upstairs. So. Do, you, do you know who's in your family home now? Okay. It's a young okay. family. I know sure. that. Well, don't break in. Don't break in and find out. No. Yeah. So you got to find a way to start doing Christmases in Florida, I think. Yeah. It's a lot of work to get out there, you know? True. True. But once you're there, I feel like it's a great place to be. Nah, they need to come to me. Okay. It's okay. the least they can do, you know? It's a holiday. I don't want to spend it on a plane. You spend it on a plane. You know mm, what I'm saying? They're the ones that moved. They need to be the ones that come back. Yeah, this is your punishment. Sure. You move to Florida. You come see me for Christmas. Okay. You know? Okay. Is that what's going to happen this year? Yeah. Wow. And it should be happening every other year. Powerful stuff. We're all here. See, for me, I had a lot of of really good Christmases, just like you. There was one Christmas in particular where I don't know if my dad won the lottery, but the dude splurged. Okay? We got back home from the usual Christmas Eve service. And I'm still not sure. I need to ask him like how he pulled this off, okay? But in we walked in the door, and in the living room, there are, let's see, one, two, three substantial-sized packages, like wrapped up on display. And one was a piano. So... Yeah, pretty big. The other, and it was a digital piano. The other one was a computer, new computer, and then the other one was a new TV. Just wild. Like three Dang. absolute bangers. I don't even know what I got personally for Christmas. Those were all like family gifts, but it was great. I remember playing Madden, let's see, 2001. Vince Young. No, 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 not Vince Young. Sorry, different Tennessee Titan. Eddie George was on the cover. That is a throwback. Eddie freaking George. And the graphic development from the 2000 Madden to the 2001, it was noteworthy. Like the 2000 Madden game was a fine game, but it was a little boxy looking. 2001 smoothed things out a little bit. It's pretty great. Create your own players. I created like dominant defensive lines of dudes who were six foot seven and 400 pounds. It was fantastic. So why, 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 what else would you do? Why wouldn't you? Right. It was great. So that's that's my uh, all time. I don't think it's ever going to be topped. Christmas, but. Hey, it's it's glorious. It's really glorious. 
you know, we could, if we wanted to, we could do kind of an off-the-cuff top five Christmas movies. We There's could, an idea. We could do that. Interesting. Maybe lighten Improvs. the mood. Yeah, right? Lighten the mood. Yeah, on account of the fact that it's dark, like, usually I say there's a good energy in the gym. There's not a good energy in my gym right now. Riley, this is Christmas. It's supposed to be the time of joy and giving and receiving good things. And instead, what we were given was a lie that Henry Cavill was going to return as Superman, that The Rock had saved the DCEU, and instead, what we are receiving is the devastating news that, oh, I'm sorry, no, Henry Cavill's actually out. He is not Superman. Not ever again. We're getting right into it. What the freaking crap? You're darn right we're getting right into it. I've been sitting on this news, sitting on this rage. It's been a bad week. I've been sick. Haven't felt good. Finally getting better. And then this happens. What in the heck is going on? I, I'm bamboozled. So you're James Gunn. Yep. Help me understand this. And James has a guy in Henry Cavill who... Looks the part, acts the part, is the guy. He's Superman. He is your Superman. He wants to be. He wants to continue to be Superman even after his solo movie was just about 10 years ago. He's still raising his hand saying, hey, I'm in. I'm willing to make the commitment to provide the physical presence necessary. Let me be your man. I'm in. All the fans that I know that I've heard from are saying, yes, we want this guy. We want Henry as Superman. And considering that, again, I raised the flag for Man of Steel, but then you've got Batman v Superman, Justice League, neither of which were great movies, both of which Henry Cavill was featured in, and he still crushed it in his role. So he's bad movie proof, put the guy in the role, and James Gunn's going, nah, we'll go a different direction. We're fine. <coughs> We're fine. We'll find someone else. Yeah, so they're deciding, for those of you who don't know, James Gunn came out and said that uh, they're going to shoot for a younger Superman, one that's just getting started at the Daily Planet. And so... Yeah, I mean, Henry Henry's looks out. old. Heavy sarcasm. He's 39, and he doesn't and look he looks 39. great! No! He could definitely be Superman Jeez. for another 10 years, probably. Jeez. You know? At least, at least, a young Superman just starting out at the Daily Planet. Listen, Henry's version of Superman just started out at the Daily Planet, got freaking killed by Doomsday, and then came back. So he hasn't exactly been doing the Daily Planet thing that long. I, I tell you what, they have made, they have made it so hard on themselves for so long at DC. And now they're doing the same dang thing. They're just increasing the degree of difficulty. Because do you know how good the Superman movie and whoever it is, the sad sack that now has to step into the role in the shadow of Henry Cavill, how great they have to be in order for us to be satisfied? Holy crap. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want that spot. No, they haven't built up enough positive equity to go, Hey, we can make a really bold decision here. I, and there was, it wasn't like there was a smooth passing of the Patani. Oh, 
You know, so it's like... He just cameoed in Black Adam in October, put out the social media post confirming that he's back. He's in. Fandom rejoices. And James Gunn goes, no, thank you. Uh, What? What are we doing? Yeah, it's a bummer. No, it's fine. They're still producing a, uh, you know, a movie about a black Superman. That's still being produced? Evidently. Really? Evidently. I thought that died like a while ago. Should have. It Should've. still hasn't died? Don't. That that movie is not one that gets needs to get made. Oh my goodness. Do a John Stewart Green Lantern movie. Quit dinking around with something else. That's that's what I'm going to say on that point. But here, let me pull I, up. I can't think of a good reason to not have Henry freaking Cavill as Superman. Riley, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. And none of here's what the other part of it that's bizarre to me. It's not as if James Gunn has released like Marvel, right? We've talked about how Marvel has released the next three ish years of content on their timeline, both movies and shows. DC doesn't have any such quote unquote commitments out there, so. They've got the freedom to do what they want. There's no expectations of, hey, we're releasing this movie at approximately this time. All that we know for sure, or we think we know for sure, is that there's going to be a Flash movie that comes out sometime in 2023. That's it. Right. And that's only because it's almost done, and they can't entirely <laughs> just throw it away. Right. So I, I, don't, I don't get this approach at all. Just don't understand. Well, they killed a bunch of stuff, because, yeah, they killed... They killed Henry Cavill coming back. Yes. They killed a, a Black Adam sequel out. That's gone. That ain't going to happen. They killed uh, Wonder Woman 3. And apparently she was not happy about that movie getting the... Nor should she be. Nor should and, she be. And then... Uh, did I mention Aquaman yet? Aquaman, yep. And yep. then... Well, yeah. Flash was already going to die anyway. So I wasn't too worried about that one. To be honest. Probably just from Ezra Miller jumping in front of a train to see if he can stop it with his bare hands. Right, right. Because that dude's crazy. Yeah, the dude is crazy. Yeah. And then I'm honestly scared for Zachary Levi Shazam. Oh. I, that He might be next. I hate to bum you out, but that might be next. Um, yep. Yeah. So it does say here, though, that Henry Cavill may come back as somebody else. No. <laughs> Completely. They said the conversation went really, really well. Sure, sure. I'm sure they said that. That is completely not satisfying to hear that, hey, yeah, he's not going to be Superman, but we'll bring him back as somebody. Don't. Just don't. That's. (sighs) Gunn said he's been writing the new Superman movie for a while. And then uh, Ben Affleck is not going to be. Right, but he's going to come back and direct a movie. Yes. Okay. They don't know what he's going to direct yet. I know, and I know he said something about how Superman and Green Lantern are his top two priorities. So, if we got a quality Green Lantern, I would be I would be excited about that. Here's what's bizarre to me. Like, you, this is a layup. Make the layup. Henry wants to be Superman? Okay, he's in. You find a way to make that work. Like, you're these extraordinarily creative people. You can't find a way to make that superman work 
Here's the deal. They could honestly, you know what else they could do? They could honestly pretend as if Batman v Superman never happened. Oh, for sure. They could just be like, okay, you know what? We're doing a new universe. You're still Superman. No one would care. Okay, you know how many people haven't seen Man of Steel? You still haven't seen it, right? Correct, yeah. Okay, frankly, at this stage, most people that are following these movies have not seen Man of Steel. So, very small factor in terms of people who watch that movie aren't going to go, ah, wait a minute, on Man of Steel you did... Not a factor. How many people saw Batman v Superman and go, hey, we need to really hold to that? Nobody. Right. Justice League, same. Nobody's doing that. Right. So you can have Henry Cavill. Here's a creative idea for you. You can have him be Superman without trying to go, oh, man, how do we reinvent the timeline? Like, is he from an alternate universe? No, he's just Superman. That's it. He just shows up and he's Superman. And we're all going, sweet. And we're going, how does this work? Comics. Comics. We're good. We're good. We got Henry as Superman. That's all we need. Oh, 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 there's Bob Pattinson as Batman. Well, isn't this fun? This is not hard. Make the layups. I think I think what boggles my mind a little bit, if you want a younger Superman, why don't you just bring Jonathan Kent in? Oh, my gosh. Or Connor Kent. You have, like, two guys that, like, you can have that younger Superman and be fine. Yep. You know? Yep. You know I'm trying to think of the wording. They have for, they have kind of force-fed Jonathan Kent as the main Superman in the comics for a while now. Okay. Just, you know, then you can still have Henry Cavill, and you can have him as a dad, training his son yep. to be the next Superman. You know? But, like, and then both can exist. I'm okay with them having two Supermen. Or uh-huh. just have a young uh-huh. John Kent, little John Kent. I'm okay with either one. But, like, if you want a younger Superman, don't take away Henry. Put in another Superman character and shove him in there. You know? I don't understand why... I don't know. It's just one of those things. Yeah, it's and, like, and, and I guess time will tell. Like, it won't... We won't have some resolution on this until, well, movies are actually released. And just because James Gunn says, hey, we're going to share our ideas... Starting next year, okay. Well, that's all they are ideas. There's not there's not any new castings. There's not any new directors that have been announced for specific projects. So we are still years away from even seeing what on earth it's going to be. And I'll tell you what, until that time comes, and I'm open to them blowing me away and going, okay, you know what, good on you. I was wrong to have doubted you. It's going to be a long couple of years because I'm going to doubt until they prove me wrong. Right. Because that's where we're at, right? I mean, let, let's be let's be really frank about it. Any good thing that DC has done, the Wonder Woman movie was good. Jason Momoa as Aquaman, good. Henry Cavill as Superman, good. So you can lean into that. You've got a fresh start on Batman, no, we're just gonna we're just gonna scrap all that. Why? Well, you know, why do you need to scrap it? Just add to it. I mean, Gal Gadot is beloved as Wonder Woman. I know that's. I think that's sketchy. 
I don't. If you're getting rid of her, who are you putting in as Wonder Woman? What? Who else are you putting in as Wonder Woman? Because that's like. When I think Wonder Woman, I think Gal Gadot. So that's kind of like. It's just kind of the same with Superman. I think Henry Cavill. Batman's a little different, but. And for goodness sakes, Riley, like nothing in either of the Wonder Woman movies has been presented in such a way where it cannot be tied into something completely different than whatever was originally intended. I mean, for goodness sakes, the second Wonder Woman movie was a prequel set in the 1980s. Surely that's not interfering with whatever present-day storyline old Jimmy Gunn's writing up for soups. So I, I just... I have a hard, hard time giving the benefit of the doubt or feeling optimistic. It just feels more like a power play of where we're going to do it my way well you're not willing to incorporate what is already clearly a good thing right i don't get that don't get it at all i know it's just i'm like i'm okay with them rebooting aquaman a little bit that's fine you want to do a soft reboot on that jason momoa wants to go play lobo anyways go let him play lobo i think that's fine i think you know, obviously we need a new Flash. We need a new Green Lantern. So half the Justice League is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't you keep, you know, Superman and Gal Gadot, the two that are working, Wonder Woman and Superman, yeah. two of your three, by the way, of the DC's big three, right. are already cast really, really well. Yep. You need a good Batman. Like, you need a good Batman. And then you're solid. You want to know what? pisses me off the most about all of these james gunn changes we're getting to to what angers me the most i'd love to hear it your time to rage i've had my piece let's hear it apparently there was a batman beyond movie in the works with michael frickin keaton being an old bruce wayne apparently that was in the works and that's absolute horseshit that that didn't happen you know how good that would have been if they would have I've seen like fan castings and stuff for this, and then they bring back they bring Mark Hamill in as a live action Joker. Can you imagine Mark Hamill as a live action Joker? You had me at Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. You had me. I know. Perfect. But it's perfect. But literally, he's aged right into that role. But like an old Mark Hamill Joker, and it's such a killer concept. Like, the Batman Beyond concept is so solid. It's easy money. It's, they'd be taking mine. Yeah. Michael Keaton would play Batman forever if it was his choice. Mm -hmm. You throw him in as old Bruce Wayne. I don't know who you'd want as Terry McGinnis. You could could pick anybody, though. Just some young actor on the come up. Put him as Terry McGinnis. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry for that. You can find a guy. I, I hit that. But I hit that mic real good. Um, but yeah, no, I just, it bothers me. It bothers me so much. It should. It should because, again, well, we just got to do it my way. I... What if your way sucks? <laughs> what if your way is trash? It's okay? Like, it, it's like the uh, the dialogue in Infinity War where Iron Man is telling the Guardians of the Galaxy, hey, here's how we're going to take down Thanos. And Star-Lord goes, okay, so it's a good plan, except it sucks. So here's what we're going to do instead. <laughs> That's exactly it. Because I'm like, I'm thinking, what, where, where, where'd my head go? I, I, I just don't get the lack of, <coughs> excuse me, I don't get the lack of collaboration. I don't get the, I don't get the blank check. 
I don't understand that. I think all of these individuals, and I'm going to use our guy Taiko Watiti as the example from the most recent Thor movie. That movie was an example of what happens when a extraordinarily, excuse me, extraordinarily unique creative mind is given too much of a free reign. Too much. It's like we missed some boundaries here that needed to be established. That's what it feels like to me is happening with James Gunn is he's just been given the DC checkbook and been told, you can write whatever you want. Well, the guy needs to collaborate with someone. There needs to be some kind of check, so to speak, some boundary in place to help keep him in line so that we don't get a James Gunn universe. Like we don't we didn't need a Snyderverse. That was wrong. It was too much freedom for Zach. We don't need the same thing just with a different guy. Otherwise, we're going to get something really similar, quite frankly, where it's so off of what we expect as fans. And James Gunn is going, isn't this cool? Aren't you impressed with what I've done? We're like, well, I mean, no. (laughs) I guess show it to your family and they'll be proud of you, guy. But the rest of us are sitting here going, how about some Henry Cavill? And you just cast, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of an example. Here's what terrifies me. Yep. Okay, this is what terrifies me. Yep. All right, we already have all these characters that are just getting notched. They're getting shelved. He's already announced that Peacemaker's going to be untouched. Suicide Squad's going to be untouched. Margot Robbie's going to be staying as Harley Quinn. Untouched. Is that that on account of that those are... Like his? Yeah. Right oh, yeah. Okay. Right oh, that's right how right we got right right there. Right okay, okay. Right. Well, that worked out really well. Yeah. So Jeepers. This is what scares me, mm-hmm. okay? Instead of getting a new Batman, instead of getting a new Superman, I'm worried that the Green Lantern one is going to be like, okay, before we get Hal, before we get John, before yeah. we get Kyle, before we get Guy, we're going to get like Simon and Jessica mm-hmm. as the first two Green Lanterns yep. to show up, which... Yep. There is nothing wrong with those characters. But You're picking are... the most obscure Green Lanterns yeah. out there compared to the other four who've been establishing comics for years. Okay, yeah, they're way down the line, way down. And it's the line. like I'm worried. Okay, that's it. And then our Flash is going to be like, well, they'll go down the line there, and it Correct. won't be Wally West or Barry. It'll either be Jay Garrick for some reason, or it'll be. The kid, kid Flash impulse, and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why is Bart Allen the Flash right now? It doesn't right. make sense because he likes the obscure characters. So then I'm worried. I'm like, okay, well, is Zatanna going to be getting a solo movie oh, before man. any of these people? Which, again, not bad character, just not the time for her yet, right? Right. So it's like, yeah, because you don't have, is happening? you don't have to be in a hurry to get to that next tier of characters start with the classics start with the characters that we all want to see like you don't have to outsmart yourself i I, here's a healthy boundary right like let's say you're going to make three movies a year as dc okay two of them need to be those mainline characters that you just mentioned green lanterns your batman superman wonder woman aquaman flash so on and so forth okay then your third one, your third one, you can pick a more obscure one here. This is this is where you get to play around a little bit. This is where you get to scratch that creative 
that really weird creative itch that you have if you're James Gunn. That's where you can do your Suicide Squad sequel. That's where you can do your Zatanna solo movie. But you need to do two out of three that are the lead pipe locks. That's what we need. That's what we desire. That's what we're going to enjoy. And then you can experiment a little bit. That's where your Guardians of the Galaxy can come in, I swear, so to speak. I swear to you. I swear to you right now. If Booster Gold gets a movie before <laughs> before we get an actual Green Lantern film, I will riot. And by Green Lantern, I mean Hal Jordan. I want Hal Jordan yeah. to be the first Green Lantern. You can throw Jon Stewart in there, too, because Jon Stewart is my Green Lantern. But it has to be one of those two. Or both, both of them. them. Yeah. Start off with yeah. those two. I don't want anybody else in the Green Lantern role. That also includes Kyle Rayner and Guy Gardner. I do mm-hmm. not want those two to be the first two Green Lanterns we see on screen. Nope. Nope. I swear to you, I will burn it to the ground. Here. I'm saying it here. Now. Right? <coughs> Real life fire. It irritates life me so much. Because that's, that's what scares me with James Gunn. James right. Gunn is great. But I've never seen him handle like a prime superhero. Like I'm, I'm needs, like a star superhero. Yeah. He needs a balance. He needs someone to bring balance to what he wants to do. Otherwise, I'm afraid after this news that it's going to get too far off of the rails. And it's just going to, again, it's just going to be the same thing we had with the Snyderverse where he was given too much autonomy. It's like, Zach, do whatever you want. And the plans that he had for the DC Universe were quite wild. Quite wild. Uh, for example, he was going to have Superman and Lois Lane become a love interest. And then it becomes a conflict between Superman and Batman. Like Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder, correct. Like they were going to fight over Lois Lane? Correct. He was going to do that? Yeah, and Lois Lane was going to have Bruce Wayne's baby. Yeah, all right? So, right, somebody's got to step in there and go, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> bad, bad, No, you bad. cannot do that. That's a no. Because that this is where this is where the brilliance, part of the brilliance of Kevin Feige comes in, right? I remember when the Ant-Man movie was in production, and, oh, my gosh, what's, what was the dude's name? Last name was Wright with a W, uh, who was originally attached to direct the Ant-Man movie. And I wish I could remember uh, another movie this gentleman is, has made. But well-regarded director, okay? Right. Eventually, months pass after the announcement, and eventually it comes out that, you know what, he's actually not going to... He's not going to direct. You know, direct the movie. We're going to find someone else. And there was, you know, some expected hullabaloo online amongst fans going, "Oh, you, you're just limiting the guy. You won't let him do what he wants." And Kevin Feige was essentially like, "True, <laughs> true. Like you're right. He, Edgar Wright, that was the name of the director. And he's like, the guy has a really cool idea, but it's not going to fit with what we're doing in our universe." So we just had different perspectives. It's amicable. Nothing wrong with Edgar Wright, great director, but we need uh, we need to get on the same page. And so we went out and found someone different. I could not, for the, gun to head, could not tell you who the name of the director of the Ant Man movie is. Is it Peyton Reed? Uh, well done. No, great pull on your part. You're right, Peyton Reed. And that's what is needed. Is 
Right now, James Gunn, to me, it feels like he is in director mode where he's like, hey, I've got this idea and that idea. And the problem is he's supposed to be Kevin Feige. He's supposed to be the guy providing the overall vision and direction on, no, no, that doesn't fit, that does. But instead, he's writing the movies? I, I, I don't think that's what he needs to be doing. If he is, then he needs to be in a different role. Then someone else, and I know that Peter Safran is the other name that's out there, but I don't think Peter Safran's telling James Gunn, hey, no, yes. James Gunn is ostensibly in this role as the Kevin Feige of the DCU. Kevin Feige didn't write or direct no, any no. of the Marvel Universe. That wasn't his role. Instead, his role, and he was excellent at it, was establishing, hey, here's where we're going. Therefore, here are the boundaries. And if you're not interested in playing within them, no harm there. But then you need to move on to a different project. And we're going to find someone that is willing to live within these parameters. I'm, I'm just thinking, and I think also it scares me with him writing all of it. I'm thinking, I don't, I don't want... Like, if you think about Guardians of the Galaxy and Peacemaker and Suicide Squad, they all kind of have similar vibes. Uh-huh. That vibe is not going to fit Superman at all. So that worries me a little bit. I don't want my Superman necessarily cracking jokes. Right. I want him to, you know, like, that's not that's not my Superman. And then thirdly, and I think what scares me the most, is villain-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, we already, they already screwed up Lex Luthor once. All right? Yep. Like, yep. if you think about all the Guardians of the Galaxy villains, you have Ronan. Okay. Not bad. Not nobody great. Write, nobody write home about. Not, right. Pretty forgettable. Ego, better. I agree. Better villain. Better, but yes. still it was like, and I love Kurt Russell, but I was like, I don't need to see Ego on the yep. screen again. Yep. I feel like High Evolutionary is going to fall right under there too. Sure. So I don't want to see James Gunn's take on Brainiac. That scares me. <laughs> right? I don't. Yeah. I don't want him to do Lex Luthor. That scares me. And Zod's already been done, so you can't do Zod. And honestly, that scares me just a little bit. Yeah. So it's like, who are you going to pick? Doomsday's already been done recently. Zod's already been done recently. They were talking about Brainiac for Man of Steel 2, which would have been great. Yep. And so it's like, you got to pick somebody different. Are you going to pick Metallo? Because that's kind of, ugh. Like, it's, it's okay, but it's like, <laughs> Parasite, maybe? That would be kind of cool. He could maybe do a decent parasite, but it's just. But again, like, we're we're talking about James Gunn as a director, right? That's not that's not his job right now. Right. He shouldn't be. He's not supposed to be the guy directing these movies. He's supposed to be giving creative oversight to other directors, other screenwriters that are coming in with their ideas and going, "Hey, yeah, that fits what we're seeking to do," or you know what, cool idea. It doesn't fit. Don't think we have a way to make that work. Hang on to that for you know fifteen years from now. You might find a you might find the right time. So I'm I'm genuinely genuinely nervous that we're just getting a all right. The Snyderverse is out. Good, that's good. And now the Gunverse is in. That's not a win. I just don't see how that can or will become a win. So. Here's the most hopeful thing I can probably say that I feel about the whole situation. Nothing's actually done yet, right? No movies are actually in production. Nothing's actually been made. So there is time for 
other people of leadership to step in. I do think that's necessary. And that's what I'm going to be looking out for is, hey, who else is going to come alongside James Gunn to help balance that guy out? Because is the guy creative? Yes. But he also has a very distinct flavor. And that, to your point, doesn't fit a lot of the DC universe. So who can come in as the counterbalance to him that can help steer that appropriate tone for your Supermans, your Batmans? James Gunn, I think, could make some outstanding Green Lantern content. I am all for him in the space realm. Go for it. Yes. Take over Green Lantern. Yeah. Do a Martian a Manhunter movie. Oh, my goodness. You bet. Absolutely. You could maybe do a Martian Manhunter movie. Yep. Yep. But him doing the, the streamlined right down the middle. I know. The Martian Manhunter like personality stuff is not really his kind of character. But like the yep. space stuff, definitely he could pull off if done right i don't know it's like it sucks too because one of his probably best supporters that he could have had is probably no longer on his side now with with the rock he probably lost the rock which was probably not a good move on his part and that's strange just because and i think it's just because the rock was doing such a good job at like being like hey you know although it did come out that he might have skewed the the success of Black Adam. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Usually not a good look. Usually no. not a, the right thing to do there. No, no, no. But yeah. still, with the pull that that guy has, it's just like, yeah, you could have used it a yeah. little bit in a good way. And again, that, that comes back to what scares me. There's a lack of collaboration. And, and that goes both ways, right, right? right? If you're The Rock, hey, you don't get just to do things your way. You've got good ideas, but are you collaborating with right. others? Uh, same for old Jimmy Gunn. Doesn't feel like those things were happening here. So fascinating to see what transpires in the in the years to come. I think the next two years are going to be, well, right now they're frightening. Right now it's hard to be terribly optimistic. Thank goodness we have Matt Reeves' Batman. And thank goodness it will be untouched. Be Don't untouched. you touch it. That is the only oh, good thing happening boy. right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and and I'll, and I'll say this: I like it from the point of view that it limits. I think it both frees up and limits Matt. Where it's like, look, all you're doing is Batman. Like you're not bringing in other DC, you know, characters, other DC heroes. Like you're just sticking in the Batman world. So I think that frees him up because, as we've discussed at nauseum, there are a rich, rich just mine of characters to delve into in the Batman world. You don't need to go outside of that. I think that's a great thing for Matt Reeves. And I think it's, I think it's also freedom because it takes some pressure off of him from, well, how do I need to tie this into, you don't need to tie it into anything. Nope. Just be independent. That's great. It's funny because when we were talking about Kevin Feige, all I could picture is directors coming up to him wanting to do things and yep. then him just having a spray bottle and like <laughs> and like spraying them like no bad and james gunn right now doesn't have anybody with a spray gun right spraying him when right. he comes up with a dumb idea that's all i could think of literally that that's just like like a pet can you, bad no can you imagine james gunn's like just <laughs> he goes up there and he's like so i want to make high evolutionary a dog 
Mm-hmm. Just for no spray. No, bad. <laughs> Try again. Um, he he'll he'll be what he is in the comics. Good. Go. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I want Adam Warlock to be. I want him to be red instead of yellow. Bad. Get out of here. <laughs> Wrong. Well, and and that's what. Again, like let's hype up Kevin here. That's what Kevin has done so well is he loves the characters and he wants to see them done justice, right? And where he shines, where he has brilliance is he's able to recognize where some of the aspects of the characters can change without losing the critical core of who they are, where they're still shining through as that character, even if... How they got there is different than what we expected to see or have seen more often in the comics. So, yeah, it's, it, among other things, it's a testament to how unique Kevin Feige is and what a heck of a job he has done for the last decade plus and how tall of a task James Gunn and whoever else is in that DC leadership role, how tall of a task they have ahead of them because they are... To say they're behind at this point is disrespectful to the word behind. They're not playing the same game. They're not. It's, and pun intended, it's comical. It really is. It, it just is. So it's, it's a sad state of affairs, Riles. Henry's out. The rage is real. Hope, which is what Superman is supposed to represent. Does not exist. Does not exist. All right, bring it somewhere positive, please. I've been in negative town here for a good 30 minutes. Get us get us out. Get us out. Bring into us the, back. Into the Spider-Verse oh, there we has go. dropped a new trailer, and it looks all right. You know, it's one of those teaser trailers. Okay. It's two minutes long. You know, it's just going on about miles going in, and it looks like the Spider-Mens are going to fight each other. Is what it looks like. We haven't got classic comics idea. What if they fight each other? Right. So we haven't really seen the main villain, which is the Spot, which I'm super excited for because that is an obscure Spider-Man villain that you wouldn't see probably anywhere else. He's not going to show up in a live-action movie. Mm -hmm. Probably not, unless it's a side character and it's like gone. So um, for those of you who don't know who the Spot is. He literally just has a Raising bunch. my hand right now. Don't know who he, he is. He has a bunch of... So he's a doctor. Okay. And then he was working on like spatial physics or something like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. And then... Turn himself into a black hole. Expi- experiment goes wrong. No. Yes. And then he gets a bunch of portals <laughs> all over his body. So he becomes nice. a human portal, essentially. So... Not bad. Yes. That's his whole thing. And then they're going to tie this in with all the multidimensional. So all the portals yep. are different dimensions and all this fun jazz. Love so that. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Love so that. Um, they, the new Spider-Man that they confirmed. Okay. We got, That's got it. We got Spider-Man 2099. Okay. Heard of him. Voiced by Oscar Isaac, the man, the myth, the legend. He's got such a great voice. Moon Knight himself stepping in into a Spider-Man role. Good for you, bud. He looks like he's going to be a badass. Sure. And then uh, Peter B. Parker's making a comeback, and he's got a kid. He's got a little kid. Jake Johnson had a kid. Yeah, a little Good ma- on little you, Jake. Parker. Okay. And then Miles, of course, is coming back. Gwen, St- Spider-Gwen's coming back, of yep. course. They have Jessica Drew, a new take on the character. 
quick pause here. Uh, we have to point out that Gwen Stacy being played by Haley Steinfeld, a.k.a. Uh, the new Hawkeye. Yes. Interesting. Sure. Okay. A lot of, uh, lot of overlap here. So, I mean, I guess... You're I guess not wrong. Fine. You're yeah. not wrong. Old Kate Bishop, sure. Yes. And Jessica Drew will be a pregnant in this. Fun fact as well. Seems unnecessary. She was pregnant in the comics for a little while, and they made a huge deal out of it, and now they're bringing it in the movie. I don't know why, but... Um, yeah. Freaking Hollywood. Like, yeah. whenever they're like, man, we're bored. You know what? Get somebody pregnant, or married, or divorced. Oh, she's going to be pregnant, and yep. then they, they race-swapped her, and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. All right. Which, look, it looks like a fun new take. It's the Spider Verse. You pretty much, they were like, yeah, it's not going to be the same Spider Woman. Yep. All right. Yep, yep. All right. I don't care that much. Great. Good for you, Jessica Drew. They got, they got Spider Punk, which is pretty much just a rock star version of Spider Man. LOL. Um, played by the guy Daniel uh, Kaluuya, who was um yep. in the original Black Panther. Yep. Um, right. Who You're sided right. with uh. Killmonger. Killmonger. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. He's in it. Um, okay, he's finding his way back. Good for you, bud. Yep. And then uh, the the one that I want to point out is they have Jorma Tacone playing Vulture, which I feel like is just a very obscure pull, but that's my boy from the Lonely Island, for those of you who don't know. Good. If you guys have him. seen Good Hot Rod, if you've seen Hot Rod, he's the uh, he's Rod's brother in that movie. He's like, I, I too like to party. He's like, I know for a fact. You don't party. <laughs> that that's my boy. And so, and then hopefully, hopefully the other ones from the first oh, movie come back shoot. in. Mainly Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir. Noir. Yeah. We're hoping they come back. No doubt. But no they doubt. got some like they got some interesting Spider Man in the, that shot. They got Spider Man from the PS4. If, for those guys who, okay. for people who enjoyed that game, sure. There were talks that, um, which I'm super excited about. I've heard rumors that Tom Holland could be appearing as his Spider-Man in this movie or the next movie. Okay. I've heard rumors that the '90s animated Spider-Man would be could be making an appearance in this. Fascinating. Yeah. Wow. Because there was another animated Spider-Man too, that was like from that timeline, like time range. That's okay. That's been seen for sure. So I'm like, this could be cool. I hope we get Japanese Spider-Man with the Spider Zord because that's just hilarious to me. (laughs) Like that's it's just funny. So I don't know, but there. Other than that, there's like no like storyline or anything that they're like. Okay, yeah, they've been pretty gonna... kept it pretty close to the vest, haven't they? Yeah, but I'm excited. Well, I, I think it's worth being excited about. Once again, <coughs> cheaper's dying here. <coughs> once again, the animation is is second to none. Like it's absolutely continues to just blow me away. Watching the original Into the Spider Verse movie. Uh, uh, they just made their own. They literally created their own style of on-screen animation, and that is unreal, unreal. And I'm really hopeful that some, sometime in the not too distant future, you're going to have other movie makers that emulate that style very intentionally. My guess is part of the reason that no one has so far is it's really difficult it's time to do consuming. so oh time consuming yep that, no question that first one took like four years right Something yeah like that. so i i love love seeing that style so if nothing else visually it's incredible um so I, i'm very open to hey whatever the story is going to be i'm i'm curious i'll go see it uh, i don't have 
expectations necessarily for what I would expect or hope to see other than show me outstanding animation, creative story, good humor. I'm in. I think... I think what's really cool about this, and it was one thing that I really appreciated about the first one, yep. is that with the multiverse and it being different, it opens up for twists that you didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Doc Ock being a chick mm-hmm. in the first one, mm-hmm. that threw me for a loop. And I thought that was actually a really good twist. I agree. Because I was like, yep. entirely oh, unexpected. And okay. it worked. And it worked really well. Yep. So I'm super excited. That's what I like about this is like, yeah. Okay. There's still, like, an element of surprise. Like, yep. you know some characters, but, like, you don't know what version of that character is going to show up. Yep. So yep. I like that. No, that's a great call. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's good. And it is a two-parter. This okay. is part one. We'll get okay. part two, I believe, the following year. Sure. So hopefully it uh, lands. And like I said, John Mulaney, I hope, is there. He'll show up. He'll get there. He needs to. They they will. They they can't have had that much fun with the first movie and not find a way to get Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir back in the fold. So John Mulaney, Nick Cage. Weirder. That's right. They're they're getting in this, which is great. So sweet. Well, that's something to look forward to, and that's coming out summer of twenty twenty three. Yes. All right. So there's some. Hey, there's something to be happy about. Something to be hopeful for. I'm so excited. Love it. But I'm a Spider Man fan till the day I die. So. Hey, I'm how, biased. How can you not be? I'm biased. How can you not be? So, is it time for our top five Christmas movies? Let's do it. Of our noggin? Let's let's just rip with through zero it. Zero planning. With yeah, no forethought, uh, or excuse me, no foresight, no oh, no discussion, no dialogue ahead of time. So, this is go to your grave. This is your list of five. I mean, not really, but. <laughs> Let's just cut loose, see what's out there, see what happens. Deep regrets can only come from this. I literally looked up Christmas if, movies. If you say Iron Man 3 as one of your favorite Christmas movies, we're done. No, like, but... It's I, just, we're just... I literally typed over. in Christmas movies and two that popped... Actually, Iron Man 3 did pop up here. I know, because it happens at Christmas. But uh, Bat, Batman Returns popped up and so did Shazam. I'm like, okay, I don't need all of that. No, you don't need that. Okay. So, top five favorite Christmas movies. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Good. I need some ideas. Yep. Yep. Number five for me is going to be Elf. Great Christmas movie. Hilarious. I think there's some people out there that don't enjoy it. And okay, I guess. But I don't understand how you watch that one and and don't enjoy it. I guess it's its own flavor. I think it's fantastic. Will Ferrell is redonkulous. He's adorable as much as Will Ferrell can be adorable. We talked about styles just recently with Across the Spider-Verse and Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I, I like the style of the North Pole that they've got going with uh, with the elves. It's very, uh, it's very deliberate. It's almost a little borderline plain, but not lacking in cheer. So Will Ferrell, elf, that's my... Number five. I think for my f- number five, I'm going, yeah. going to say The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, what a great choice. Throwback. Yes. That's a movie that I forgot about. I'm like, you know what? It's a solid movie. No, it's outstanding. And there's three of them, by the way. There's three movies. And now there's true, a true. Disney Plus show. I haven't watched it at all. My <laughs> wife, My wife watched some of it, and she said, you know, 
Tim Allen looks like he's the only one trying, and he's doing a great job. Everybody else is just mailing it in. Well, if you think about it, there's not a lot of like in that movie there in that movie like or in that show. There's not a right. lot of like famous actors and actresses. It's no. Tim Allen and then a, like an actual general supporting cast, and they lean yeah. heavily on yeah. Tim Allen. Like, Which I mean, Tim's great, so lean on Tim. Right. I don't. Remember, I don't remember who the first bad guy was, mm-hmm. but I remember in the third one it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. Martin Short. Yes, Martin Jack Short Frost. playing Jack Frost. Yeah. And he's phenomenal Martin as Short's as incredible. an actor. So incredible. I'm gonna say the Santa Claus at number five. That's great. Okay, what do you got for number four? Okay, hold on. I yeah, had it. Right back on you. I know. Yep. I had it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's going to be there. Mm-hmm. That's going to be there. I mean, I my my number one's an obvious number one. I'm trying to think. Oh, man, this isn't fair. I want you to go <laughs> I want you to go back. I want to go back to you. Okay, well, let's I go think. back to me. Let's go back to me. Yeah, this is this is great. It's like I'm trying to I had it. Here's my number 4, okay? I love your pick of the Santa Claus. And man, I'm going to end up squeezing out a really good Christmas movie. Um, yep, same. I, I just, I just am. So, I'm, but that's okay. I'm just kind of going nostalgia here, and that's all right. So, I, I love the Santa Claus movies. I love the Home Alone. Right, excuse me. I should say, I love the Santa Claus movie. I don't think I've ever actually seen Santa Claus two or three. Um, love the Home Alone movies, but somehow they're not going to end up on here. Instead, for me, my number four is the animated Grinch movie, not the original. But came out 2016, Benedict Cumberbatch voices the Grinch. That movie, I keep using this word, I'm overusing it. That movie's adorable. It's fantastic. The animation is glorious. The Grinch, the character of the Grinch in that movie is extraordinarily relatable, lovable. You feel for the guy. Um, And the story does not deviate from the original cartoon. Instead, it fleshes it out. And I think a really... Uh, a really fulfilling and just outstanding way. So that's my number four. Okay. My number four is going to be Elf. I've thought there you I, go. I've, there I've you thought go. everything through. Yep. I've got my top. You, you've three. got them ordered. You've yes. got them ordered. Yeah. So I have to say Elf just out of pure. Okay. Like what it's done. Mm. Like this is the this that's like the Christmas movie like came out when I was a kid, right? And I think now so, it's it came like, out all the way back in it, well like two thousand. Right, and it's it, old. It's it always surprised me every year how old that movie actually is. I think about it this two thousand three. Excuse me. It it was one of those Christmas movies that became like a must watch for a lot of people. Like yeah, it, like established yeah. itself as like. So for that, how about John Favreau directing that? By the way, I know isn't that wild? What a dog! He's got like the craziest like <laughs> filmography. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it, they're all yeah. good movies. Hundred percent. They're all good movies. Hundred percent. So I'm gonna say Elf. Okay. Number That's four. a great choice. Okay, you good with your number three? I am good. With Rip my with three. it. I'm Let's all good it. now. Okay. All um, right. You're settled. You're in. I'm going to go with a Christmas Carol. Now, which Christmas Carol? You're probably wondering. I'm taking Disney's Christmas Carol with Scrooge McDuck. Whoa. Yeah, nice. I watched that as a kid all the time. Nice. So that's off nostalgia. Wow, good but, on uh, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then uh, I will say, the Ghost of Christmas Future scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's always terrifying. Well, yeah, of course, because it's like, oh, yep, here's your grave. Here's where he looks you like die. a dementor. Right. Like straight up. Yeah. He's like, well, you're either a ringwraith or a dementor. Except, no, I'm sorry, you're here in a children's movie. Right. What? That's terrifying. Yeah. My number three, similar kind of experience, um, also a Christmas Carol, but it's the Muppet Christmas Carol. That is a 
banger of a movie. You want some quality Gonzo and Rizzo? That that's top tier. Gonzo and Rizzo, right there. Gonzo is freaking Charles Dickens. Rizzo, of course, plays himself. And Michael Caine is Scrooge. It's awesome. Absolutely peak Gonzo and Rizzo action. Hilarious, hilarious movie. I watch that one still every year. Still cracks me up every year. And now that I have kids, definitely have to skip through the ghost of Christmas future. It's not It's not good. Every time I fast forward, like, whoa, dad, what are you doing? Like, trust me. Trust me. I'm not going to scar you with, right. the, with the puppet. Let's wait till you get into the double-digit age range, and then we can then we can see the Dementor freak out Michael Caine. But and, for now, no. It's always so creepy. And then there was uh, I, there's like an old-school one, and I think it was like the ghost Christmas present underneath the cloak had like those two like skinny little children. Do you oh, remember that? Whoa. Yeah. Which movie was this? Like the original like one of the originals oh. yeah because like in the actual oh. book like the first book yeah. it's like there's two kids underneath and it like one is like hunger and the other one is like pain or something like that well i've and read then, the book and i don't remember that and it's like yikes yeah mm, no no bueno no yeah. bueno no it's creepy no so there's other parts that are creepy in that okay. story <laughs> yeah not good not good okay my number two Wait a minute. I went three. Yep. No, no. You're no, right. Okay. I, we Five threw it off. Order. I threw okay. it off because yep. I couldn't think of Christmas movies. It's okay. We're bringing this us back to the fault. path of righteousness. My number two is Die Hard. That is my second favorite Christmas movie. You know, Bruce Willis John will tell you it's not a Christmas mother movie. Mother loving Bruce is wrong. He's wrong. John McClane had plans and then they got messed up in a glorious way by Alan freaking Rickman taking over. Oh, my God. Goodness, what an outstanding, outstanding Christmas flick. yippee Kaye, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Hans freaking Gruber, come on. An all-timer, absolute banger. Holds up, it's great. Die hard. My number two is the original Grinch, the wow. animated one. Nice, good for you. I grew up with that one too. Okay. As a classic. It's, it's really like good. they rip it right really out of the good. book, and it's fantastic, and it's, it's like, outstanding. and it's thirty minutes long, so it's mm-hmm. not gonna take up your entire day. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a nice little, mm, nice little whole mm. meaning Very, of Christmas. Yeah, an appropriate, appropriate size snack. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's great. Okay, good number two. Um, number one, surely it's got to be the same, right? We've been doing this so well recently. It's true, we have been on the same page with number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Together? Are we doing it for realsies? Or are we going to do the whole thing where we like give a fake one? Oh, I don't know. And then I don't know. It, I don't know. Hit it with the real one. Yeah, it could be fake. It could be fake. All right, ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Polar Express. Oh, you did realsies. Of course, it's Christmas vacation. Yes. yes. I did do realsies. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't fake on that one. Oh, okay. Easily okay. the best Christmas movie. All Undisputed. Time. Undisputed. Hands down. Hands down. Correct. Correct. It's it's so incredibly good. And here's something that's a little bizarre about it, right? I understand there are a series of vacation movies, right? There's Vegas Vacation. There's just Vacation. I feel like there's a fourth one that I'm not aware of. I have zero interest in watching any of them because I know they're just going to let me down because Christmas, <coughs> Christmas Vacation is just impossibly freaking good. The first one, I've From start only, to finish. I've only seen the first one and then Christmas yep. Vacation. Yep. That first one's okay, but yep. the 
Christmas Vacation? No. They somehow figured out how to perfectly capture what it's like to have your family home for the holidays. <laughs> like, and it's just utter chaos. And you're like, oh, yeah, we all have that one family member. Right. You know, everybody, right. everybody's everybody got an Uncle Eddie. Everybody's got, right, some crazy relative. <laughs> everybody's got an Uncle Lewis. Right. One of my favorite lines in that movie is when Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany arrive and they have the jello mold that's been wrapped, right? And they say, Oh, Bethany, you didn't have to get us anything for Christmas. And Lewis goes, Damn it, Bethany, he guessed it. <laughs> They've got them nothing for Christmas. Wraps up her cat. <coughs> Aunt Bethany, one of the best characters in that movie. Absolute gem. Oh, yeah. Absolute gem. As the prayer doing Pledge of Allegiance. 100%. <laughs> Asking if Singing she broke the wind. Anthem, Asking yeah. if she broke wind. Yep. It's incredible. Uncle Lewis <laughs> getting on fire. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> What's that sound? Huh? You couldn't hear a dumb truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> <laughs> and you can quote that movie all right. year round. It's true. It's true. That you is can. where its magic is held. I think so. Incredible and then, stuff. Oh, jeez. I just... How do you get through the holidays, Dad? Well, I had a little help from from uh, old friend Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. uh, Uncle Eddie alone is just worth the price of admission. Just incredible. It's so good. Just it's incredible. So good. And I cannot wait for Brad to watch that movie. Oh my goodness! He right. said he said they've been watching rom coms, so I'm hoping he needs to get there. I'm hoping he watches one that. of my one of my joys. I think of watching that movie is you pick up on little things that you've somehow missed or maybe even seen once and then forgotten. One of the little things that I'm just delighted by that I noticed probably just a couple years ago is when Eddie and Clark are shopping together and Eddie's sharing with Clark about how, okay, they really don't have enough money to buy presents for the kids, right? right? And he's just piling like bags of dog food upon bags of dog food in the cart. Well, before the first bag of dog food goes in the cart, there's this tiny little container of light bulbs and Eddie just demolishes it with the first pack of dog food. Like the light bulbs are just history. Just boom, gone. And they just keep walking as if nothing happened. It, it just kills me it always, every time. It always killed my parents. Like when he comes in for the, the first night that he's there yes. and he's got the dicky, but you yes. can like see the dicky through the shirt. You yes. know, like they always thought that was so funny. <laughs> That's great. Hey, Notch top five. No. We're gonna pull that one out of the old keister. Seasonal was, and everything. That's great. That was out of the keister. Outstanding. <laughs> well, that's how we should end on a high note, right? I think so yeah, we're all happy now. Let's go. Merry love and Christmas. Part. We're just just a little more than a week away from what's gonna be another banger of a Christmas. Can't wait for it. It's outstanding. I can't either. Yeah, and since I know my kids don't listen to this podcast, I can just spoil it and say there's a lot of Legos coming for Christmas, kids. It's gonna be a good one. It's going to be a great one. That actually sounds fantastic. 100%. That sounds fantastic. 100%. Maybe it's just because we're in the, the you know, Spider-Verse uh, rage, but there's a lot of Spider-Man-themed Legos coming. Oh, makes sense. It's great. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was... I don't have to worry about a lot of my Christmas presents until after Christmas. That's really nice, actually. I know. Really nice. I know. Yep. The only thing I got to worry about is Chance and I are doing like a t-shirt nfl jersey switch so nice. instead of doing like okay. our teams we're just gonna yep. pick players we like and then yep. surprise each other with i it. love that so yep. yeah 
Love that. That's what we're doing for that. No. But other than that, it's like I have nothing. It's great. I'm so proud of my parents. They are now grandparents, of course, and they texted all of both myself and siblings. So sibling group, they're starting to have kids. And anyway, they're like, hey, just want to run it by everybody. Hope it's okay that our plan is just to buy Legos for the kids for Christmas. It's like, correct. <laughs> Don't do anything else. Legos, correct. That's easy though. Right. They make, they make it super easy. 100%. 100%. I, I realized this. So I bought Wesley for his birthday. We got him the Slave One, right? right. Boba Fett's ship. Okay. Uh, it's not called the Slave One anymore. Right. <laughs> no, you're right. You're 100% right. He and I were putting it together. And he goes, you know, Grandpa and Grandma have this Lego set because my parents, okay, they've got a tote full of Legos that my brothers and I had when we were growing up. And sure enough, the original, the Slave One is in that tote. And Wesley's like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. I just haven't built it before. I was like, Lego's genius. They don't even have to make new sets. They can recycle the old sets. And dads like me are going to go, I'm buying that for my kid. Take my money. Well, they do it all the time. It's it's brilliant. Brilliant. It works. I know it's out there. I know I'm being duped. And I don't care. Well, I'd rather them do that, though, than like be like, okay, you want the Slave 1 set? That's going to be $3,000, no and that's the only one you can get. Mm-hmm. I'd rather them just be like, you know what? How you can already we rebrand the X-Wing? Right. Let's do it. Yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah, who Deal. cares? Agreed. Because they're like, totally people agree. are going to buy it. They know people are going to buy it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, that's what I, I did something similar. So with Tanner and Josh, I just sent them different Funko Pop lists. Nice. And I say, here, buy something off this. Uh-huh. I don't care what it is uh-huh. off this list. Yep. There you go. Yep. I was like, it's going to make your job easier. It's going to make my job easier. Yep. No doubt. Instead of us just getting weird random crap for each other. Tell you what, when I was looking at Legos to buy for my kids, I found, and this is not for my kids, there's an Optimus Prime Lego set. That looks incredible. 150 bucks. Certainly not for kids. More so for the adults in the room. I'm really tempted to buy that for myself. Do it. I know. Right? They got the. It looks incredible. They, they do that. They have a Death Star that's for adults. They have oh, a Millennium. Yeah. They have a Millennium Falcon that's for adults. Mm-hmm. And it's like thousands mm-hmm. and thousands of pieces. Yes. I think they just realized that they're like, you know what? We're not just for kids. We can be like. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're 3D puzzles, dude. Oh, That's what we are. My guy, Eric, who listens to us every week, he has the greatest Lego room I have ever seen. He has invested in so many outstanding Lego sets that he has constructed. We're going to have to go visit it sometime because it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely Mm -hmm. incredible. Wall-to-wall banger Lego sets. Just glorious stuff. Fair enough. Yep. Yep. So, Eric, if you're listening, I know you are. Please buy Optimus Prime just in case somehow <laughs> I don't. Because somebody, I need to be able to enjoy that through you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, the only thing Lego I've wanted lately, they, they have the Iron Man portrait. Yes. Have you seen those? Yeah. 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 It's the only yeah. thing I've like, been like. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> wow. It's great. Here it's at great. JP and the Beanstalk, we hope you get everything that you wanted for Christmas. You bet. Um. I can't wait to share all the cool stuff that we get because we got something coming for us from my mom oh. that I ordered for Christmas. Come so on. I don't want to spoil that, though. Oh, wow. But yes. Wow. So, Merry, Merry Christmas. And uh, 
yeah you know go, what to do go subscribe go subscribe to us on youtube please share us with your friends that would be really cool mm. um mm -hmm. i give you permission to just clip our videos and then just post them yourselves because then that gives us traffic so that's cool we'll take it like we'll take it don't do it wink wink and then <laughs> we're on tiktok magic beans productions um and then yeah that's all i feel like promoting Love so it. merry christmas y'all god bless